1: Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 524. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about Canadian football because that's what we always talk about. And uh, I got a bunch of rants to do. There's there's not a lot that's happening in the CFL right now, although everybody thinks there is. Uh, You know, they're doing the combines and they're doing the working up to the draft, which most of us don't really give a shit about. So that's not really what's going on. So, you know, a couple of things. And then Randy Ambrosi, the CFL commissioner, gets his name in the paper, in the news, once again and again and again, for saying dumb fucking things. Okay? We're going to go over what he said, said in a little bit later. But I cannot believe the stupid that comes out of this man's mouth. Absolutely ludicrous that anybody is leaving him in charge. It, it boggles the mind that the Board of Governors think that this man is doing a good job. boggles the mind, because I, 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 I just don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't understand what he's doing. I mean, he's flogging this dead horse in Atlanta, Canada. He's now trying to resurrect Mexico. I mean, fuck off. You want to do something? Go into America. Go put a team in America. Do something intelligent. No, no, no. Let's let's go talk with the Mexicans and see what they can do. Oh fuck. We're, we're we're going over. We're going to go over both of these things in a little while. But it just it just blows the mind that he's he's still got a job. And it. I, I don't know. I understand. I don't understand. And Jeffrey Orridge got fired. Like really. <laughs> no, God, no, we wouldn't want to have anybody good in that position Okay, so, yeah Oh, God Let's open up the phone boards here and talk to the boys And see what's going on and see where we're going to go from there And welcome to the show, William Hello, Christopher um, How I you do doing, buddy? I do believe you, but you got to I do agree with you, but you got to get over that Jeffrey Orridge thing, okay? Why? It's so, the best commissioner we've had ever. Well, Ambrosi is Ambrosi and he's gotta push some kind of agenda because he hasn't done anything since he's been there, okay? So I mean, he he cancelled the whole season, okay, because of COVID. Like uh, this guy, you know, I used to think uh, offensive linemen were intelligent, but this guy proves me wrong. So, um, that's all I can say. So, in Mexico, I'd yeah. like to go to Mexico. That would be a good reason to go to Mexico would be a CFL game. Okay? But uh, I'll tell you what. I don't know. If I'm going to it's Mexico,
0: a, yeah, I'm okay. not going
1: anywhere near where they would have a stadium for a CFL uh-huh. game. Okay? Why not? Cause last time I checked, there is no swim-up bar at the sw- at the football game. Yeah, but you don't drink, so don't... what are you talking about? You don't oh, care a swim-up bar. Oh, okay. Okay, I couldn't imagine you drinking. That's where the girls. That's where the girls in the bikinis hang out. <clears throat> okay. But you're too old to deal with girls in the Just because I, I don't play football anymore doesn't mean I don't watch the games. Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. Anyways. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, okay. We, we both agree that Randy Ambrose, Randy Ambrose is an idiot. He's still pushing the, the Halifax thing, which I still don't know how that's going to ever work. But... Who am I to say maybe he's smarter than the two of us and he's going to pull something out of his ass? You never know. Maybe, for all we know, in five years, this league could be a 20-team league and 10 of the teams could be in Mexico. What do you think? <laughs> it, you know? That was funny. That was, that was funny. I, yeah, No, that's not going to happen. No, okay. Okay. Well they've got a ten team league down there right now. Right. I'd I'd love to be be able to compare the quality of football. Well <laughs> I'm sure if you look it up you'll probably, probably find really... clips and videos on YouTube. It's probably not really hot. Hey, Welcome I, to the show here by to... Go ahead. Welcome Hello. To Go ahead, Charles. Go ahead, Charles.
0: I Hello. Good evening. If you're going to
1: pipe up and bark in, then you, you might as well get introduced. So, how you doing? Well, I just thought I'd make a comment. I'm doing well. No, you're well. in sunny in the it's sunny good, warm
0: good, good. Yeah, freezing We I'm should introduce
1: everybody up. in here before we get into too big of a rant, and uh, and we'll do that. So anyhow. Um, Rudy, you're there. Fair enough. Say hi. Yeah. Hello.
2: Just listening. I think you guys have been a little bit harder on Brosy. I know he's not. He's not. He's not the best commissioner, but I mean, he had no choice on uh, shutting down for COVID. That was provincial law. And I mean, yeah, the Mexico stuff. He's the Mexico stuff and the and the uh, East Coast stuff is. He looks bad spouting off on that. One thing he has to get credit for is the Owls got new ownership under his uh, under his uh, reign here. So you have to, I mean, he gets credit for uh, for that, I guess. But uh, I, I I'd yeah, be okay with the new stop commissioner. Stop He
1: he he was also the commissioner when the Owls got their old owners too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, so
2: you saved them twice.
1: Are we going to be looking for new owners (laughs) in a
2: couple of years? I mean, I don't think so. Uh, I think I think this might I think this might be it for the Owls. If this doesn't work, then I then I think that'll be it. Because this guy is too good to be true. Otherwise, I'm doing good. Yeah, and uh, looking forward to the show.
1: So should we just just jump right into here and see what this has to say? Down Nation does an article yep. that says you just can't keep talking; you have to take action. CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi approaching expansion in Atlantic Canada. I, I, I just I just don't understand how he figures that he can make this happen. Uh, I really don't. And there was a, a, a talk. Last week that we didn't have a show, but we uh, there was some some stuff going around that the team, the league, is going to own the 10th team because they can't find owners for the Atlantic team. So the, t- the, the league is going to be the owner, and then once the team gets up and established, then they're going to look for an ownership group. I notice there's dead silence here. Nobody wants to pipe up and Uh, touch this speaker. Well, it's ridiculous. That's why. Talk about starting a franchise. Talk about starting a franchise with one arm tied behind its back. So you're going to start a franchise run by the league. First of all, the optics of that is absolutely ridiculous because, oh, well, they control player movement. They control everyone. So let's let them run the, a team, the brand new team, and
3: hey, wouldn't it be great if the brand new team got a whole bunch of uh, top-line players so they're successful right out of the gate and um, yeah, they drop you? It's stupid. Yeah, if you're going to do an expansion team, you find an owner, and that's what you do. You do not have the league run an expansion team. Just say, oh, we'll find someone later. It's ridiculous. Is he well, that bent on getting a team in Halifax that he's going to do that?
1: Stupid.
2: Who's
1: going to pay for way. that?
2: Who's <laughs> paying for that? The other teams who are who are barely scraping by are going to have to fund that. That would be ridiculous. Like Winnipeg and Saskatchewan well, would,
1: would lose yeah. money. Like yeah, yeah, yes and no and. I, I floated the concept back, what, six, eight months ago, Will? Do you remember this? Where I said, well, the league should own the 10th team, and they don't have a home field. So with 10 teams in the league, there's 18 games, there's nine, appointments, uh, nine opponents, you each play another team, the same team twice in a year, both home and away except for this expansion team where you play them at home twice. So everybody gets an extra home game, okay? And this team practice facility is at the host team's site, wherever they are, until they go to another one. Now, you'd have to shoot the salary cap for these guys and pay these players a bonus for, for having to do this, something stupid like this, like a 10% increase on their wages or something, but um, that makes far more sense than what Ambrose is trying to do, and I oh, know man. that my idea is fucking stupid. Just okay? travel alone. I floated the, the idea. I just, well, yeah, I just thought that it's kind of an interesting concept that, you know, it's outside of the box thinking. To, and, and a solution to a very difficult position and then Ambrose goes up and says something dumbass like this, so how are they even going to supposed to sup- you can't do that, you need somebody that comes in there and spends a lot of money up front the league doesn't have a lot of money to spend whenever they take over a team whether it's Toronto, Montreal BC, whoever, whatever team they take over they run it on a shoestring budget. They don't spend another nickel more than they have to. You can't start a team like that. No. You have to start it by throwing money all over the fucking yeah. place.
2: Oh, and, and by the way, government <coughs> is not on board with the stadium there. So like, there's no long-term vision there. Like the the government said, the mayor said we are not building a stadium in Halifax, and that hasn't changed. So there's there's nothing long term that's going to work out there. So, I mean, no. it's a dead issue. Charles, you
1: had something there. What was that? Where? Charles, you, what well, you started to say something, and then you 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 stopped. No, I was just no. agreeing with you that you don't – that's a uh, shoestring budget. Okay. You, you can't start it. It's like you're not setting a team up for success, especially an expansion team in a market that, quite frankly, is iffy to start with. Well, I don't think it's iffy. I don't even uh, – I think iffy yes. is too too good of a word for these guys. So it that doesn't exist. terrible. It doesn't exist. So the market, no, not there's nothing market. there. Good luck with that. Correct. Maybe other they get some people looking much. Work, other than the people looking when the fifty dollars back that they that they invested mm. in it.
2: So that that guy took off. Hey, knows where he went with the, with the positive money. Um, they put on, which guy was that, that
1: offer, and that's what wills just. Yeah.
2: The old owner, the initial owner that was the the guy that was going uh, oh, right. to bring the team. Yeah, and then he asked for $50 refundable deposit on season tickets, and then nobody right. ever and got didn't their money Did one of them
1: join like the Arizona Coyotes?
2: Who knows? I, I, mean, I remember he...
1: one of them, one of the guys <laughs> in the group actually ended up leaving. He was the guy, like one of the front men, and he ended up going and thing like working with, with the Arizona Coyotes yeah. or something like that. I don't remember, but but I know he one of them left. Are those guys he,
3: even involved so anymore?
1: I guess they, not. No, 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 uh, no. Nobody, none, none, of, nobody in that group is involved anymore. They're just totally gone sideways on this. But if you put out a, you're, you're gonna. You're doing this big thing and you're trying to start a new franchise and you need a commitment from the fans because, you know what, if you get a commitment from the fans, it's no different than Will in his business or my own business, whatever else. If you get a great purchase order from a client, you can take it to a bank and leverage it to get the money to buy the materials to build the project, okay? You can do that. I mean, eventually you're going to end up self-financing this, but at the beginning, a purchase order is a leverageable item, okay? So what they did was they asked the fans to put a $50 deposit on season tickets, okay? Now, the season tickets in most CFL teams are between five and 10,000 people per year, Okay? They couldn't get 500 people to put $50 down for season's tickets for a team in Halifax. And I know for a fact that part of the 500 people that did it, or whatever the exact number is, I don't know, but part of that 500 number were people from other parts of the country that made that commitment to help the team along. So it was falsely inflated, but it was still less than 10% of what they needed. There's no fucking interest in Halifax for a football team. You might be able to find 100 people that are, like, adamant about it, but 100 people does well, go, not make a fan base.
2: Go on the Schooner's website, the Facebook page, and then you would you, you would honestly think that the franchise is a week away from happening. <laughs> I don't think you've well, been on that, Have you been on that problem, Facebook page.
1: I don't think that Facebook page is that company, is it?
2: No. They it mean is. well. Nope. They honestly, they they mean well, but they're a little bit lacking. What's the word for it? Common sense on
1: what it take <clears case throat> to get a team there. It, it, it's got just over a thousand people, and not all of them are from Atlantic Canada. No. So what does that tell you? There, that's probably uh, it's a sign.
2: Well,
1: yeah. Well, we've well, I mean, we had a, a, a cool. Facebook page from uh, um, on Let's Talk. Let's Talk Atlantic Schooners because it was created by David who is the Let's Talk Toronto Argos Let's Talk Argos and uh, he just there are people in Halifax that are on there and support this but I don't think there's two dozen of them how how does this work Uh,
2: How many deposits did they get the initial because time? It, Let's see if I can... I see. Like, uh, I, I think I it was, was
1: like totally 2500 Yeah, it was only 500 or plus or minus. Don't know what it was. It was not impressive. We've
3: seen, like, in the past. Now, I know it's on a bigger scale, obviously, but when they do season ticket drives, uh, we saw it in the NHL
1: in Seattle, and we saw it in the NHL in Winnipeg, and so on. Uh, they'll do season ticket drives when they're trying to do get pre- prospective um, uh, expansion teams, and they'll sell out like twelve thousand um, tickets in like fifteen minutes or something like that. Now, granted, yes. We're talking NHL at ton a bigger scale. But these people are also shelling out more than 50 bucks uh, for their deposit. All they asked for in Halifax was $50, quote, refundable to guarantee your tickets. And they still had crickets, pretty much, for a response. I know a bunch of people that didn't live in Halifax that shelled out 50 bucks for a um, for a, a season ticket there, and they were going to donate them. So that added to the total, people not in Halifax. So there's where it comes in. I mean, just, there's, there's just not a market for it. There's not driving interest for it. Well, they're just, well, they they're, said,
2: I just they're kidding they themselves. Said they they had 6,000 deposits, a little over 6,000 deposits.
0: Yeah, but As that was in like
2: five months or
1: something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's still way that was short in several of, months. I mean, but that's but that's way short of what you need for a season ticket base with a new
3: team. Right.
0: So that I mean, I was just being asked
3: really. to throw out fifty bucks.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Really? It, 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 it's a it's a dead horse, and brosy won't let go of it. He's in a fucking pit bull about it, and it's just it's ad nauseum that the, the conversations that we're having about Halifax. Now, I I totally agree that we need to have a tent team. Hundred percent, not going to argue with that at all. I mean. What was the big discussion today? Now, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm going through the things just to see if Charles put it on the agenda. It is not. (laughs) Oh, hang on. It might be the last thing there. Oh, I don't think so. Randy and Rosie said something about about the Atlantic. Yes. I was going to bring up that we could talk about that. I was looking for a story on that and couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah, so did I, but I couldn't find it for whatever reason. I thought I actually posted it in Let's Talk C F L, but maybe I not maybe not. Or did I just oh, here it is. I think it was actually a the, tweet the, the tweet Why is it every time this guy opens his mouth, dumb shit falls out? Randy Imparosi re- reiterates to Justin Dunck the tenth team means CFL could move its schedule up in a significant fashion, having playoff games and break much earlier and more games in the summer. And confirms summer games garner greater revenue for the CFL. How? How? We're competing against the Stanley Cup playoffs when you have football in June. This is Canada we're talking about, and Canada is not a football country. The four of us want football. I don't know. Charles, you're you're a hockey fan. I can't stand the fucking game, okay? And I'm pretty sure Will doesn't watch it either. So it's it's one of those things, but let's... Let's let's face facts, okay? Canada is a hockey country, and you're putting preseason and early season CFL head to head against the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're going to lose every single fucking time, every time. It yep. does not make sense. It's better. Uh, we're starting the season in June now. Hockey's not over yet. I I just, I cannot believe the conflict that we're going to have this year because of the way that they've done this. And they're talking about moving it up sooner. Well, let's be frank about this, okay? We are now, what, March 29th. We have spring training, training camp, starting May 4th. So we're talking about five weeks from now, right? Am I correct? Right. Yep. That's correct. Okay, five weeks from now, could you start training camp today in Winnipeg, Rudy? Could you start it in Calgary, Will, or has the stadium got fucking snow in it?
2: It was minus twenty-four. It was minus twenty-four in the morning today. Still here with snow all over the place. So yeah, Winnipeg. So they want training
1: camp. To move it up a month earlier than what it is now, we're going to start it on the 4th of April, basically five days no. from now.
2: April's gross. <laughs> yeah. It's wet. It's not
1: doable. Um, the one thing I will say... I, I, is I know for that a fact just... the BC Lions could not start training camp in Kamloops this week. Do it. No, it's cold there.
2: Well, I think I think the best thing so, could, you could hope for is move the season back or, or up two weeks, so you start maybe June fifteenth, and that way the Stanley Cup playoffs are probably between two American teams, so it's not grabbing our attention. Now, starting anything sooner when you still have eight or sixteen teams in the NHL playoffs, that would be that would be stupid. But you could probably get away with two weeks. They like start at middle of June. And then if you have your grade top first week in November, I think that's probably the best-case scenario. But, I mean.
1: Okay. So the sports dollar in Vancouver is a tough one to crash. Okay? If you're not the Canucks, it's a tough, tough kid to get into. So, Charles, you're a BC Lions football fan. You go to most of the games. I did for, I don't know how many decades. What's the fan support like in August in Vancouver?
3: It's not good. It hasn't been forever. There's too much to do in British Columbia, around Vancouver, and up north, and in the Okanagan, and stuff like that. People aren't in town in August. People don't go to football games because they're simply not there. For years, the Lions have uh, will always see, and it's been like that for
1: multiple years, their attendance goes up after Labor Day. It's been like that
3: since at least the early 90s.
1: Okay, and then you get teams in, in Toronto and Winnipeg and and that have what they call cottage season, where people go out to the cottage... Mm-hmm. The cabin, whatever. That's the same time. Labor yeah, Day that's, is that's the start of the CFL. That's when we should be starting the CFL. That's when week one should be. Okay, and we play through till January, like the NFL does. And then everybody says, "Oh, it's so fucking cold in Winnipeg." Well, so is it in most of the northern states that play. Not, not like us. Like Minnesota. They have a dome, though. Well, fucking suck it up and quit being a wimp.
0: <laughs>
1: Find a snow suit. Put a roof on your I stadium. So right now,
2: Winnipeg, like, they have Thursday night games, so that keeps the season ticket holders that have um, cottages. They they'll leave Friday morning, so that kind of helps a bit. So. They kind of have a. I think we have. I don't like the Thursday night games, but I understand though.
1: I hate Thursday night
0: games.
1: I absolutely I hate despise Thursday night games. Two games Friday night, two games Saturday. Let's do it. We'll go head to head with Friday Night Lights and NCAA on Saturday, and stay away from the NFL on Sunday. Don't have any Sunday games. Don't have any Monday games. It's two games Friday, two games Saturday, so same time frame as the NFL. Let's play football. Your training camp coincides with the NFL training camp, so when they get the cuts, you get them at the beginning of the season, not halfway through it. It just, it just makes so much more sense. And everybody wants to start them in the summertime. Give it a better shake. Why doesn't, why doesn't the NFL start in, in June? Why do they not start until fucking September? Because they don't want to compete with the NHL.
2: No, they're not worried about the NHL. They're not. They're, I mean, they're, they're the biggest league in the world. They don't they don't care about the NHL. Thank,
1: thanks for the tip. No, for of course, you. they don't care about the <laughs> NHL. Uh, but I but think the question is, why don't they start earlier? I think
2: it's too. Hot. I think, I think <laughs> of course I think it's summertime. The yeah, and it's too hot And some of those places, like Miami. You couldn't play in Miami in in, ja- in uh, July or August. Um, yeah, I guess that's just been their tradition, too. I think it's a tradition. They start out after the, the Labor Day long weekend, and they've always done it that way.
1: It makes perfect Maybe it's more common sense. I'm not arguing. I'm not saying they're doing it wrong. <laughs>
2: Have, they have domes too, right? They, they have teams that, like Minnesota, they have a dome, so they, they you don't have to worry about weather in Minnesota. Green Bay doesn't get doesn't get that. It gets cold, but not
1: not that bad. So, all the college games they're all all same time frame for all the colleges, including all of the ones up in Dakotas and and right across the state the top end of the, the Midwest. They all play outside. All the high schools play outside. All of the NCAA play outside. <laughs> I don't think there's an NCAA team that has a dome, is there?
2: They play... In the, but they play... Oh, I think there
1: yeah, is. Yeah, and their
2: season is um, shorter. They yeah, only they only play, I think, 12
1: games. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, 6 and 6, yeah, and all the, 12 games.
2: And all the good all the good teams are all the good teams are usually in the southern part of the state. Like Miami, Boston. Oklahoma, Austin's not they're not a good college team. Um, even you know it's funny um Grand Forks, uh, NDSU, they have a they have a dome. Yeah, Fargo and Grand Forks both have domes for their for their Div two college teams.
1: So the, then, so the college teams have a dome, but the professional team in Winnipeg doesn't.
2: No, because the Americans fund their sports better than Canadians. We spend all our money. I don't know. We spend our money on nonsense. Let's not get into the liberals right now.
1: So. I don't think it doesn't matter whether it's the liberals or the conservatives. The conservatives will not fund sporting events, period. They I've they said that I don't know how many times. Yeah. There's no way that any yeah. money is ever coming out of a conservative government for a private for-profit football corporation. It's not going to happen, okay? The only time that they ever come to ballot... For sports is like when we're hosting the Olympics or something. Otherwise they just fuck you.
2: Actually Canada's law uh provincial government in Winnipeg, the PCs, after the NDP botched the 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 uh, the uh the stadium deal, um they just wrote off the loan to the they said, Forget it. You're never gonna be able to pay this off and the PCs just said don't worry well not don't
1: worry about it, but sort of just
2: they forgot about the loan.
1: That that's a provincial government. That's totally different yeah. than the federal government. Totally yeah.
2: different.
1: Okay. You're right. I mean not the the,
2: the feds Fed put money towards Hamilton, right? Because of the uh, Pan Am Games. That's what yep. that thing got built.
1: Yeah, and, 50 and they didn't go over done because of the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and, and you know they dumped half a billion dollars into it.
2: They did not go overboard on on Hamilton Stadium. That thing got built with like just the the bare minimum, which is
1: good for the CFL. That's all you really need. BC Place, the renovations at BC Place cost more than any other stadium in Canada. It would have been cheaper to build IGF
0: more
2: were the renovations? Well, they put the roof
1: on. They put the retractable roof on. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff to it. It's a, it's a beautiful building. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah they completely redid the conference. They, they've, the they've improved it immensely. <laughs> oh so, yeah. Someone, someone told me. Someone told me, and this is just me talking to somebody. Someone told me it smells like moldy ass. Is that true? What does? I wouldn't have explained it that way. B.C. Place. No. No. I would say more stale popcorn. More stale what? Stale popcorn. It smells more like stale popcorn. I see, okay. No, uh, I I don't believe that it, it has that... Distinction or uh, detriment or whatever you want to call it. No, it's not... I don't know. Well, you're going to have to come out and hang out with us here. Yeah. Come out to Vancouver. You can see maybe, next, maybe next year. Yeah. Here we come. Here we come. Here we come. Okay. Since, so, by the way, since, <sighs> since my brother will still be alive then, so all come to BC, so. It's next year's Great Cup, isn't it? Or is it the year after? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 2024. Next year. year. The year after that it's in Winnipeg. You guys going to meet me in Winnipeg? Come on. Be men. Be men. Meet me in Winnipeg. (laughs) Okay. No. I'm a pussy. I'm too old. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. We're going to move on. We're gonna move on a little bit here. Well, James Wilder, James Wilder Jr. Who cares? has been released Who cares? by the Edmonton Elks. Who cares? Nummy. How is he gonna feed his twelve children? How is he gonna feed his twelve children? The CFL didn't pay him enough ten years ago or five years ago. How is he gonna do it now? What? Oh my God! Anyways, I'll oh, shut up. Go ahead, Christopher.
0: Here.
1: I mean he, he missed most of twenty twenty two last last year's season because of a spinal injury. Who's gonna really take a chance on this guy? Just like why? Uh oh. In question. Okay. So they released him in December, but they didn't make it official until Wednesday. So, I don't understand. That's a Chris Jones thing. I just okay, remember long, back a few years year. ago when he said he wasn't being paid enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a Chris Williams he thing. He did not Right? He did the same nothing year, the after year that. After. Neither did Chris Williams. That's true. Argonauts believe that Curly Gliton Jr. is the best Canadian receiver in the CFL, and his contract might say the same thing. Well, he has never, obviously these guys have never seen Lamar Durant play football. Because, come on. Being the best Canadian in the CFL, isn't that kind of like being the tallest digit? Be careful, Christopher, be careful. You can all send people. Be nice. I'm not going to say anything about think rainbows. Cares. No, I'm just so sick and tired of this ratio. I'm so... I really am sick and tired of this entire league. It's just... It's it's one... Catastrophe after another. One act of stupidity after the other. It's just an ongoing... It, it's not... It doesn't even make a good soap opera. There's no way that you could put this on TV... And anybody would believe it.
3: Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's just so—it's just so far-fetched that it's—it's it's ridiculous. So, so what
0: you say? On their their watch... team is... are you saying? You're not
1: going to watch? Are you saying you're not going to watch football? No, I'm going to watch no? football. No? I'm just going to just going to ignore the politics of it for a little bit so this currently clinton junior is the best receiver in the league hmm, best canadian receiver best canadian receiver in the league now i i kind of have a problem with that and you know when what i Okay, if we're gonna think when you're gonna say he's the best Canadian receiver, what are you gonna base that on? Are you gonna base it on like last year's stats? Sure. Well you probably base it on what all the other Canadian receivers do. So so let's go look at his stats for last year and see where he was in under receiving. And no, okay, okay. wrong season. Number one, okay, Salton Show. okay, he's not a Canadian. Number two, nope. Dominic Grimes, he's not Canadian. Number three, Eugene Lewis, Lewis. he's not Canadian, okay, <laughs> Tim White, he's not Canadian, Jalen Acklin, not Canadian. Oh, look, Curly Glinton, Jr., in sixth place. But he was the best he Canadian. Had, he had 47 yards more and the same amount of touchdowns. But he had... Ten more attempts thrown at him than Keon Hatcher of the BC Lions. So you could, you could say that he was the best Canadian receiver last year, and it would be very hard to argue with you. I'm also going to say that he was the best receiver named Curley. There a second one? Not that I know where of. Okay, just just checking. It was an attempt at a joke. It didn't work. (laughs) So uh, he was a thousand yard receiver. There was two Canadian thousand yard receivers last year. Who was the other Canadian thousand-yard receiver? I don't know. Keon Hatcher. Right. Sorry, Keon Hatcher. Yes. Right. Keon Hatcher was forty-eight yards behind him, with the same amount of TDs on ten less catches. Well, he's probably one and one-a then. Yeah. So it, it tr- you can claim the title of the best, but it 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 it's a bit of a challenge there to accept that one. Who's
2: going to throw him the ball this year? That could be an issue in Toronto. Good
1: question. Chad Kelly. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> could be tr- could be trouble yeah, there. I don't know. It's just, it's
1: just, just uh, We'll see what happens. I may or may not accept the fact that the best Canadian receiver in the league, I, and if he is, yes, he's not the best by very much. So just leave that one alone. Okay, moving on here. Darrell Walker still has a lot of good football in him. Writers Craig Dickinson. Does he really? Huh? Who? No, that that the 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 the, the statement was by Dur- was by Craig Dickinson, and then I asked after, does he really? Ah, okay. Punctuation is important. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like, a, "Let's eat, Grandma," or "Let's eat, Grandma." There's a con in disgusting, there. Disgusting, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Thirty-one years old has inked a one-year contract with the Riders for. Eighty-seven thousand dollars. Darrell Walker signed a contract for less than ninety grand. Yeah, really? Wow, interesting. But doesn't he that tell you you got a downward slope? He must have incentives and bonuses in there. You would think. Well, it it, it actually says. It talks about his bonuses. He's got a thousand dollar bonus if he's a Western Division All Star. He gets a two thousand dollar bonus if he earns a Canadian All Star, and he gets three thousand dollars for winning the league's MOP. That's it for winning MOP. There's 000... no yards. There's no games played. There's no.
2: That's embarrassing. There's no bonus for league anywhere league. there. Wow.
1: Oh, uh, he's just doing it for he's just doing it for the love of the game. There we go. Well you a, a
2: better quarterback. He'll have a better quarterback throwing the ball this year. That could help Well
1: that's What you debate? And again, let's say, Darrell Walker is not going to win the most outstanding player this year. I think we can safely say that. So he's not making that three grand. Is he going to be a Western Division All-Star? I doubt it. Is he going to be a CFL All-Star? No. You never know What? What's this out. Hang on a sec. I've lost something here. Okay, because you were very muffled a few minutes ago. Anyways You still with us, CJ? I don't know, I'm just gonna ask the same thing.
2: He oh. he's kinda went muffly and that was it.
1: Yeah, now I don't I don't hear him. He said he lost something, but he didn't say what he lost. His voice. Open ended there. What's that?
2: He had an an issue when he first had me on.
1: Well, we'll see if he comes back, but we we should probably move on and just sit here waiting to hear him say something. So, uh, so let's go on that. The BC Lions are not expecting Stephen Richardson, defensive tackle to play in 2023 following an Achilles injury, and he may be done for good now. This is an injury that sidelined him in all of last season, and it looks like he's re-aggravated, and he's going to beat all of this season. Now, uh, he was actually a very effective player uh, with Winnipeg, and uh, Rudy, you probably saw him play with Winnipeg. He's a good defensive tackle. Yeah,
2: and he's very popular with the team. He's a good team guy, and... Um, it's uh, it's too bad for him, that to happen to him and to um, when they say um, re-aggravate an injury, that means he basically um, ruptured the Achilles tendon again. So that's uh, that was I, I had that same injury and that was my biggest fear that I would suffer a setback because the so the surgery is pretty gruesome and I couldn't imagine them having to go back in and reattach it again after it uh, it snapped once. Yeah. And so. Uh, it's um i mean at, at the best of times that injury can basically be your career as a football player if you're a running back usually you don't come back a- after one and sometimes if you're a lineman you could probably come back by the second one and be an offered
1: two or three years
2: that's tough i don't i don't uh,
1: see him yeah. coming back which is too bad it's a terrible injury mine's Mine still bothers me, and that's been
2: twenty years. Well, yeah, see, I got lucky. I so, um,
1: I got to rehab mine,
2: so my habit at work. So I got six months off, and uh, I rehabbed it, and yeah. I'm lucky it kind of came back. But uh, it's still, it's not a good. It's not. It's not a good injury. It's not good.
1: No, father. no, it's not. It's brutal. And how anybody expects anybody to come back and play football of a high caliber after that is I have no yeah. fucking idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> Feel bad for the guy, but you know what? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It is what it is.
2: That injury used to be a lot more prevalent when it was artificial turf, the bad artificial turf. It seemed there were a lot more of those happening doesn't seem as...
1: We've had a hell of a lot more as, Achilles injuries in the last four years than we have in
2: the last 40 years. Well, after coming back yep. after that, the COVID year though, that was, I think, oh, a lot of the guys weren't... They, they were going too hard too fast. Didn't, didn't Saskatchewan have six or seven um, injuries after the in league from COVID? Yep. Yeah. That's
3: because we guys, yeah. guys, yeah. guys weren't and I think I was, it was even before. Uh, I think it was training camp.
1: Yeah. Guys yeah. are probably going yeah. too
2: hard too soon.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot more Achilles injuries now than you've ever seen, to be honest with you. And my theory on that whole thing is that, that these, uh, these professional athletes are in too good of shape too, too, for too long. They don't give themselves enough breaks. Could be just my opinion. Like they safety, over, they like, overuse, they overuse it. Well, they overuse it, and they they, they train hard. You know, twenty four or twelve months out of the year. Hockey. Remember the yeah. old time, the old time hockey guys. Remember, they used to come to training camp to get into shape, and you didn't see those kind of yeah. injuries back then. Okay, so I no, think it has something to do with you're just too, you're just. You're in shape all the time. Your body needs a rest. It's that simple. Also, they're faster now. Too. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we've said that before, Will. Where the the, the 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 amount of time that these players now spend in the in the weight room and, and training and over and over and training and yeah. training and training nonstop training, and yeah. they're they're yeah. they're breaking. It's it's like their body becomes brittle, and they they stretch these muscles so much that there's not much left of them, no elasticity. I don't know. You I mean, know, look at what Andrew again, Harris, like what did he do? He like, ripped his boob off. Yeah, look at, uh, like they say, you know what? Nothing's good for you if it's in an excess. And I believe fitness is the same way. So... Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, Montreal Alouette signed partnership with Videocron, Pierre-Carl Peledos, Quebecois-owned company. Could this affect TSN slash RDS rights in the future? No. And, yes, I believe he will try to broadcast the Alouettes games. But it's not going to affect TSN in any way, shape, or form. And, in reality, the league won't say anything to TSN or RDS because they don't want to kill the golden goose, so to speak, Mm -hmm. even though it's platinum gold. Um, not platinum, plated. Yeah. yeah. So just because his, his pr- company is sponsoring the Alouettes, the team, doesn't mean that they they get any special benefits or special privileges from the league. I just I don't see that happening. I don't see that as a reality. They just signed on as a sponsor. What's the difference? It's no different than Orlick sponsoring the BC Lions. And they were one of the biggest corporate sponsors for the BC Lions. Well, not anymore. Obviously, David Braley died. So his company isn't sponsoring the BC Lions anymore.
3: Yeah, but you've got to think, it's a media
1: company. They do have TV networks, and the guy owns the team. You would think just by process of elimination, he's going to want his team on his network. Yeah, well, that
2: would be a separate deal. Right. You, you have to find out. Like, I can see that happening down the road. If TSN was smart and CFL, they would have to broker a deal. But I could see the like RDS, RDS would have to agree to let him stream the the broadcast, on, uh, I guess, his network. So I'm not sure how that would work. But if the guy's worth a billion dollars. I think I think you want you want to keep him around for the L's because that's a big that's a big catch for the CFL. Right. Well, yes. Yeah.
1: But there's a huge huge expense to RDS. Now you got to realize that if RDS and TSN were not one then RDS would not be able to survive because the cost of production is being done in the English side of things, and they just got a couple of commentators in there in the French side and a producer to help them get things going. So there's no way in hell that they would be, RDS would be able to do the French broadcasting of the football games without its big brother, TSN, helping it out. So that's basically Videotron is going to be not only on their own completely. I mean, they're they're not even distant cousins right now, never mind siblings. So, no, it's going to be a huge challenge for Videotron to actually cost to put on the productions of a football game because they would have to do it. RDS isn't going to just hand it to them, and they're not going to sell it to them. So what's the purpose of them getting involved in this at all, other than saying, yeah, we're sponsors of the Montreal LOX?
2: Well, I think he's not getting, getting an NHL team anytime soon, right? That was his first, that was the goal. But that's not happening, and it's, I think that goal is getting further and further away. So maybe he's wanted to own some type of sports team to start with and then go from there. I mean I think he has I mean if he can get that team into the soccer if they can expand the soccer stadium in Montreal, that would that would be a start. So
1: I hope that
2: happens.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm yeah, sure not think it, when that this is a detriment to what's existingly in place. And it probably should be. It would be really nice for TSN to have some type of competition so they actually have to up their game. Mm-hmm. They're reminding me a lot of an about an Eastern Division team right now.
2: Well, there's absolutely no competition. Yeah, have, I. Mean, no, I yeah. Well, I mean, you could always – there's always been talk about having the, the, the CFL giving up contracting out one game a week, right, where they would get paid. So maybe that could be the that could be the uh, the deal. I don't know
1: where RDS fits in though, right? But who? So then, but but who does all the cameras? Who does all the production? Who does all the, the- but- the commentaries. It, Who does all of that? He, this, this is something the Videotron yeah. is going to have to stick the cash out yeah. for.
2: Well, and this is what happens with the uh, Hockey in Canada right now. Because CBC has nothing to do with the production of um, Hockey in Canada now. Roger Sportsnet streams the games on CBC. But it's all Sportsnet announcers and it's their staff, their camera. Yep. They just basically said CBC because, you know what, you still have, you know, a lot of homes, and, and Hockey in Canada, CBC, kind of synonymous with each other. So they kind of did them a favor, I guess. So, I mean, I guess something like that could happen.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting. It won't so be happened yet more than Toronto one. Argonauts are owned by TSN, MLSC. And you've got the Montreal Alouettes that are owned by Videotron. These two organizations don't like each other. I mean, the two football teams don't like each other. This is this is a huge rivalry that's being set up here. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody really paid attention to that, have they? No. Not really, no. Why
2: well, do I think the league's going to screw it up, though?
1: Well, of course, Randy Ambrosi is working on it. <laughs> yep. But William is involved in this too. You're off in the back. Yep you, you have anything to say, buddy? Um, William. How about what you're talking. I'm here How about what you're talking about. Not really. To be honest with you. No, eh? I. Mean, not oh, really. You don't care about French television? <laughs> uh, um I am I am from Quebec, Christopher, originally. Just so you know. I don't know if you knew that about me. Okay? I didn't. I only stayed till I was I only stayed till I was 3 and then I probably offended somebody so they kicked me out. Okay? So, um yeah, um, you know what? Quebec is a different animal, um, and, that, and I'm so glad that guy bought Montreal. Um, so, you know, I mean, does he have thoughts of broadcasting these games? Probably, because that's what he does for a living, right? So, but I don't know how they're going to work it when you got TSN, who... You know they they do give the CFL what forty five million dollars is that what the contract is right now per year, and yeah, just for the broadcast right for the broadcast rights hardly ever this ever mention the CFL otherwise, um, but they have the rights so they can do that. I guess I'm not I'm not overly well, thrilled with TSN. I wish somebody else would come in and outbid them, like ESPN. But I don't think that'll ever happen either. So just just saying. Not unless we put some teams in America. <laughs> okay.
3: Speaking I'm of I keep hearing people today.
1: saying that we're gonna get this no U.S. Uh, this new U S T V deal, but just never seems to be coming <laughs> well the old u.s hang on let's let's go back and do, talk about this properly they said that it was going to be four to five times what the old deal was worth right you remember that
0: yeah and I do. then i
1: did some research and found out that the old deal was only two hundred thousand dollars so the new TV mm-hmm. deal is going to be worth 800 to a $1 million. What's the big fucking deal? Well, I mean, I don't know if that was ever really official or if that was just some rumor that was out there. I don't know.
2: And is it through um, ESPN? Is that the network?
1: Well, no one well, knows. No one's saying who it through. Or last year's deal was through the FPN, but... Well, that's the genesis or whatever they're called, right? The uh, genius sports? Right. And there hasn't been an announcement about it, so it's obviously there isn't an announcement about it. No, I guess not. I mean, not so far, anyways. But I keep seeing, oh, it's getting close. I keep seeing people on Twitter and stuff like that saying it's getting close, it's getting close. But it seems like they've been saying that for months and nothing happens. It's kind of it's the same kind of yeah. the same thing as the halftime show at the Grey Cup. That announcement came what five days before the Grey Cup. Same uh, That was a debacle. Or it'll be like, who was the Seinberg
2: commissioner? Oh. Randy Ambrosi. Oh, my God. What did, say, what did you say, Gay, for that again? I forget. Why Why was it such a late? Someone canceled? Let me back out last second.
1: I don't remember. I think it did they just, uh... No. They just didn't have their crap together.
2: <laughs> Could be fair.
1: Maybe they just couldn't get anybody. I think, yeah. I, I, I think they had somebody and that person backed out because of some contractual thing or something somewhere and they were too embarrassed to say who it was and this, that, and everything else. and. That. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that, that it was all makes sense. inside of their control. It may not have, been maybe but they didn't get I can't believe... out on at the last minute. Okay, so if, if I remember this correctly, um, there's a Grey Cup committee or Grey Cup corporation, shall we say, that takes over the event and it is run jointly by the host team and the league. Okay? Right. So it's outside of the general day-to-day of football operations. So when BC Lions had the Grey Cup in 2011, Mm -hmm. Scott Ackles was the CEO of the Grey Cup. And when that was all over, he was no longer part of the Lions. So obviously there were some problems in there, and I'm just not going to get into that tonight. But that that is that corporation, that entity's responsibility to have everything about the breakup done. I cannot believe that anybody, regardless of what city they were in or from, would believe that making a giant pink elephant makes sense, but it doesn't, and I don't think that made sense, so it, mm-hmm. it's just like they, they had to have done their job, they had to do their due diligence, they had to have booked in an event and that event went sideways on them at the last minute, and they didn't know what to do. So they threw this Cowboy Western thing together. It is pretty much, I think, how it works. Yeah. I'm sorry, you cannot be in charge of a Grey Cup committee and forget about halftime especially when everybody is reminding you about it nonstop of what is the halftime act. Mm -hmm. So there's no way they forgot about it. So obviously they had booked somebody in and that, that thing went sideways before they were able to announce it. I'm surprised they didn't announce it and, 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 and then it goes sideways. Then they'd look like schmoes, but even this, they still don't look very good. No. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, where are we here? We're on Videotron, Palado. I didn't read this next article, Charles, did you? Why the CFL uh, chose not to live stream the 2023 Combine? Did they make a mistake? I. I can't answer that yeah. question. I can't. I can't that's give an opinion lovely, on this that is question. non-biased. <laughs> what was that? Although, all they
2: say is live streaming wouldn't have cost them any money, so they could have put it on for the the 19 people that would have sat and watched it. I mean, I wouldn't sit and watch that, but, I mean, a live stream wouldn't have cost them very much Wait a minute.
1: I think think there'd be more than 19 people because there's more than 19 Canadian university players. I'm sure their parents (laughs) would have watched it. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. I mean, I think there are some people that do have interest in it. I'm not one, but some people. Yeah. It's not going to hurt the league. It's, it's yeah. exposure, right? So, and No, exactly. And it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, any type of exposure for the league is good. That's why I'm not guessing yeah. the combines completely. But I, it, only because I'm biased against the, the ratio. If we didn't have to have a ratio, we wouldn't have combines because we wouldn't have a draft.
2: Well, you could, right, you could have you could mm-hmm. have another you could actually have a it's a CFL combine in the states like Gosh. instead of just individual teams going down there you could actually have a you know you know like a mini NFL one
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean I mean let's face it guys even 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 the combine in the NFL is not that exciting either. No, it's boring. No. But it's, I think it, it, it is. boring I tried it's to watch it. It's kind of it's kind of C spot run, C spot lift weight, C spot do this, C spot do that. It's like.
2: But the production is yeah, the production right. is top notch. You watch it because those well, guys of on TV are like
1: everything. Hey, everything hey, in the hey, NFL is top notch.
2: Yeah. Like.
1: They suck me they into so watching left like,
2: you know.
1: Yeah, you couldn't suck me into watching a combine ever. I have a hard enough time watching the draft. So I, just just be sleeping. How how can yeah. I possibly stay awake through something like that? The only person who wins the only person who wins at the draft is the tailor who got to make all those seats for those guys, okay? Yeah. Okay. And we're going to move over into another Combine um, article, which is the top 10 players who stole the spotlight in the 2023 Combine. Well... <laughs> <laughs> was there some there wasn't a lot to talk about on the right now so I'm putting in what I could okay I still appreciate the agenda Charles I gives you something to yep. talk about um, Christopher are you going to comment on the 10 guys who were outstanding I'm reading them now to see if there's anything yeah. common. Uh, no, there's, there's If you wish to do that, will you? You can fly right at it, buddy. Because I just, I don't see the point. Is there any? Is there, there was any one thing name? I found interesting about the list. What's that? Of the ten people on the list, did they say stole the combine? There was really only yeah. one Canadian from the NCAA. All the other guys are Canadian guys from uh, CIS, which I found a little yeah. bit surprised. Right. Well, that's what I was just looking at. This a lot. The, uh, Francis Bealing. A lot of the, He's from Southern Utah. But the other Canadians went to the, the NFL yep, Will. I was gonna say a lot, Will, what were you saying there, Will? a lot of the NCAA players don't. A lot of the players don't participate in the fucking Canadian uh, combines. Yeah. So. No. That's why they all. Why are. would they? So. Right. They can always do that later. Yeah. So. so. If you want to go through the list of it, we can do that. I just don't see the point. Me either, because I've never heard of most of these guys. Not that I really pay well, attention we don't have to, to it. I mean, honestly, I would be surprised if half of them made a team. I'd be even more impressed if ten percent of them actually got any playing time. Once again, I mean, if you if you just if you just take this one step further. I, I don't understand what, what, how they test these guys and how this test shows you anything about them. Okay, because the scariest thing is, and I and I know this, I know this from my from my buddy Todd Huncheck, his son Colton Huncheck, who plays for Peters. So Colton trained. For the Canadian Combines Okay So like literally Every Single thing he trained for those Things so he could have good numbers So he could get drafted in The CFL I I, I don't understand how, How How bench pressing 225 pounds 70 million times It shows you strength Absolutely but all these guys are strong Come on I, it just—it makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. I, I guess it's an evaluation thing for coaches, but I, I don't know. Seeing a guy bench press and and run sprints—how that? I, I just—it's not—it's not—it's not in the heat of a game because you never ever know what's going to happen to a guy in the heat of the game. Okay. Just saying. So. I mean, yes, it helps if they get to interview these guys during the combine because they need to weed out the wingnuts, right? Or keep the wingnuts, whichever. So. Well, the inmates are running the asylum right now, so we might as well. Yeah, in a lot of different places they're doing that, Christopher, for sure. For sure. Anyways, no, we don't have to go through this list. We can move on, unless you got something to say, Reed. No, I die.
2: <laughs> I'm just glad you guys didn't quiz me who the ten players were.
1: Okay, Chris Jones expects Kevin Francis to be with the Elks in 2023 despite his request for a trade or release. That doesn't sound very encouraging. When a player doesn't want to play for your team anymore, why do you force them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why you would want a guy that doesn't want to be there. No, that's just a cancer in the locker room. That's just too much of yeah. everything, and that's ended up that those uh, James Wilder Jr. Chris Williams were both examples of that of not wanting to put their heart into the season because they didn't feel like they were being respected enough or paid. So, mm-hmm. is this going to be the same scenario where the Elks end up with an extra four feet of blankets on the other side of the bed? It just doesn't make any sense. And, and he will. Did we ever find, find out there, why he the wanted to be is traded? That, well, he signed there in, during free agency, but he wanted to be traded because he didn't feel that the uh, way that he is being paid, he wasn't being contacted properly. He thought by the uh, by the team, and just doesn't like how he's been treated. It's inciting there. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying what you said. I'm (laughs) just saying that why would they not treat him properly?
0: But
2: But legally they have to pay him. It's not like they can't go away from not paying him. So I don't understand what he's upset about. They're not going to give him as much. They don't legally have to pay him. They just release him. Well, yes, but I think the plan was to have him in camp, right? They haven't done that either. So unless he had information they were going to release him or something, I don't know. The whole situation is very (laughs) CFL-like.
1: Well 100% it is. It's just it's a joke and I don't understand what's going on and why would Chris Jones come out and say something like this? Why don't you just keep quiet, sit in the corner and see what happens? Because that's really what's what you need to do at this point in time. And maybe not negotiate stuff like this in the media. Maybe
3: talk to the guy quietly. Because all this does is give bad press to a, uh, a team that's had a lot of bad press recently.
1: Yeah. 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 Agreed. Okay. Well, I don't think we can beat this dog anymore. <laughs> Oh, geez, the next subject, my favorite subject in the CFL right now, Randy Ambrosie. <laughs> yeah. Canadian Football League is still working hard on, on getting a Mexican presence. What does he want a Mexican presence? Does that mean that he wants Mexicans in, in the CFL in Canada, or he wants Canadian football down in Mexico? He wants to take <laughs> – I just read the article – he wants to take some down to Mexico and have a couple of practices there.
2: Okay. Oh my god.
1: So they get more exposure. It's like, really?
3: Maybe are you, got, going to travel you are gonna Mexico?
1: Miami being hot. Maybe Let's a cartel go and will, uh, play football.
2: Maybe a cartel will buy a team. We'll fund it.
1: What is practices guessing? gonna do? Well, they could probably they could probably build a stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No problem. Okay. And they could probably finance it with slave labor. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I am just a, I'm totally at a loss. I don't understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to get big exposure in Mexico for... I don't know what for what reason. I don't know. By I having
2: practice? i N- Yes Well and, and the NFL NFL's already in there. Like the is there. But they're an NFL they're they're pretty NFL crazy in Mexico. So they're not gonna put up with some of third down three down football they've never yeah. seen before.
1: They're gonna be like what had the actual hell is this? games in Mexico, the NFL. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they were thinking about expanding the Mexico City. It's still, a, it's still a thing. It's still on the, it's still on the dock. You, you well,
1: would think CFLA would That'll have be something the way to, to go. say about that? Because don't you think that that would be a little bit hot and dangerous, and 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 you know, fear of heat stroke and shit like this for the players?
2: They maybe, maybe play night okay, time. So I don't know. Well.
1: Let me ask you something, Christopher. Do you think Randy Ambrosi even considered that?
0: <laughs>
1: He's talking out of his ass. What, what, what was that, Will? Come What's on. the question? I said, do you think Randy Ambrose even considered that? I don't know. Like, like, the guy talks out of his ass most of the time, okay? He doesn't think things so, through. No, he doesn't. He just fucking talks like a talking head I mean for a while he, you know, he disappears I, he disappears and then he comes back with this bullshit okay
0: you know, I, I
1: have the ability to sit there look at a situation come up with a, a, a an out of the box idea and go off and make it work He comes up with these ideas that are out of the box, but they're they're, they're not even near cardboard. And they're so out of the world that they're not even close to being realistic.
2: But they're just almost for headlines, right? And there's no substance, like you said, just to make himself look good.
1: They want to take two teams, two CFL teams down there in preseason. For okay. a practice.
3: That's for a so practice. Stupid. Not even a game. <laughs> Thank God. Well, who are they going to play? You're going to travel to Mexico to practice. What, one practice? Yes. Two practices?
2: Oh, Lord. My, Maybe my my of my, practices. Come on. My thought is, though, if you're going to do a neutral site game, God forbid, do not show anybody a CFL exhibition game. That is the worst. That's terrible. Show them a regular season game. Yeah, it but draw, people? Not,
1: it depends. It depends. If people are used to watching Mexican football, a CFL exhibition game might look pretty good. Okay. That's I a fair know. comment. <laughs> you can find yeah. clips of the Mexican football league on YouTube, just so you
2: know. Is there even they play? I, I've never seen Mexican football in the first place. So they, I guess, they play it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, you have, Rudy. It's called Walker.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Nah. They get 100,000 fans there, and that, they get way more excited over... Not for the
1: Mexican Football League, they don't. (laughs) No. Once again, 50 players, maybe 150 family members. There you go.
3: (laughs) But, I mean, it would be one thing um, if you say, okay, we're going to go down and we're going to play a game down there to expose it to... They're kind of going down there for friggin' practice. Not even a preseason game. Yeah, they're going to go down and hope that the Mexican people want to see them run drills. Yeah, and why exactly? What What are you going to accomplish by practicing in Mexico?
1: Yeah,
3: you're just going to accomplish
1: a bunch of players with heat stroke. And, and
2: they, uh, I mean. I don't think Mexi- Mexican people work hard during the day. It's not like they're gonna take a day off work to come watch these no names that they never heard of. It's not like Tom Brady coming down and
1: take passes. But just say, why are these people here? I know how we could fix this. Are you guys ready? This is how we can fix it. Instead of the players going to Mexico, why don't you Get them to practice in Halifax and they can fly yeah. the Mexicans in to watch it. What do you think? <laughs> There's an idea. There's an idea. It's a way of getting people there. Makes as much sense as Randy Ambrose's idea about practicing in Mexico. Christopher, you're awfully it's, quiet. He just, he's
2: off again. He can't, he, uh. I technical difficulties Did he cut off again, yes, blog talk just hung up on me, and won't let me dial back out. so he's oh. in a fight with blog talk. Hmm. Oh, Are we are we done Are we done with the uh, Mexican uh, experiment tonight?
0: Well,
1: there's there's not much more to say. is there?
2: No, I don't think so. Not,
1: not really, though. No. I mean,
2: they have a mask. They have, I guess Speedy Gonzalez could be their mascot. Would be all right.
1: Okay, I'm sort of here. Oh, got a great you know. idea! I got a great idea. Why don't they send the riders to Mexico to practice football? That'd be a good idea.
0: Just you want to a game turn the sort of, of Mexico
1: thing? off, don't yeah. you? They are Canada's team, aren't they? And and there'd be a lot of riders fans that would fly down there to watch it too. So.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't understand how or why they think this would work but did you guys talk there's about no anything interesting in the end I was gone? No, there's no logic in it at all. Yes, no, we pretty much just yes, that here really ridiculed. Uh, I had a brilliant idea, Christopher. Are you ready? What? Yeah, instead I'm listening. Instead of instead of instead of practicing in Mexico why don't they fly the teams to Halifax and fly Mexican fans in to watch the game in Halifax? What do you think of that? There's a good idea. No worse than Randy's idea. I I think I want to reach through the phone and slap you right now, but that's beside the point. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think I have no idea. Uh, Blog Talk is telling me that my episode has ended. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, in the studio. I'm just I'm on the blog talk 'cause like now I'm going to the studio. Oh, uh, they showing here twenty seven minutes left. Okay. Well mine says episode
3: ending.
1: Anyway. Oh look, I got somebody called in. What? I'm having too much...
3: Pro-
1: I'm going to turn this... Somebody thing called on. in. This could be interesting. Well, not really uh, because I'm having too much problems with... Uh, oh. That's a 717 the number. I wonder where that is. Where is that from?
2: 717 El- area. The, cur- to- the cartels matter. At-
0: Pennsylvania. The
1: cartel's I really want to know who this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, go answer it. I'm going to see. I'll see. I got Block Talk's working well for me, so let's just see. This could be entertaining. It really could. Yes. Go ahead. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this thing back and running. Hello, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Go ahead,
0: 717. Oh, my
3: goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. How y'all boys doing? We're not sure. We're good.
0: Who are you? Uh,
3: My name is Minkman, and I come from a long round of people that love your show. Never heard a better one. Love it. Best thing I ever heard. Thank y'all so much. Going to crack open a beer ski. Because I'm an Irish drunk, and I just wanted to hear y'all
0: do your thing.
3: I apologize. I apologize to the degree. but I, I know you guys are the best. So I'm just here trying to listen.
1: Well, I want to thank you for listening and enjoying to the show, because we do have fun I doing it. it. I love it, buddy. Yep.
3: It is my face. And I just want to say it is appreciative to me and everybody else out there that loves y'all. And you should know okay. that there are lots of people. Thank you very much. Didn't mean to interrupt the show. Sorry about that. I
1: know. We're having but, problems, uh, technical problems right now with blog talk. So you're not interrupting the show because I'm working diligently to try to figure out what the <laughs> fuck's the matter. And it's not
3: it's not <laughs> being bet.
1: very helpful at all.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, man. I did not mean to do that. Never oh, mean to do You didn't do it.
1: That. You didn't do it. You just entertainment while I'm working. 'Cause it
3: uh Well, I love not having that is the greatest. I mean shit, man. <laughs> so you're you're so you're from Pennsylvania? I am. I am from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That cool. is correct. So do you do you you live in Pennsylvania. so do you watch the CFL? Uh, if that means, um uh, no, probably not. But okay. I just heard y'all and I'll I'll leave y'all alone, I'm sorry about that. But y'all had such a good hook at the beginning. It just it just brought me in, you know what I mean? And I just couldn't leave it. I don't know what the CFL is, but I imagine it's really great. Oh. But I didn't Yo, know I mean, hang, on, anything hang on, hang about on, hang on. You,
1: you've never seen a CFL game yet?
3: <laughs> not a thing.
1: Yeah, do you watch a a some of
3: them? I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to take up your hey, time. Hey. I didn't mean to no, no,
1: not at all. It's it's okay. you watch it's football? Okay. Have you watched?
3: Of you course watch football? yeah. Football, American
1: Here. football. I'm assuming okay. I'm assuming you're a Steeler fan then. Are you a Steeler fan?
3: Uh, yes, absolutely very good. Yes, sir. Okay. Lived in Swissvale, okay. Pennsylvania for many years. Love the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Love them. So get along well with the world, then, because he likes the Steelers too.
3: Now also, who's your team I'm a in fan as well. Who's your team yeah, now?
1: Uh, the west
3: I'm in the West. Oh, you like the, uh, oh, shit, San Francisco. No, 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 I'm a no, Seattle I, Seahawks fan. Oh, all right. Well, In the good. West. At least he has good taste. How about oh. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. No. I don't mean to bug you. Anyways. I know you guys. But you know what, though, man? I think you're right, man. I think those West Coast got something going on. I think they... I think uh, the Raiders are going to be good. I think, I think it's going to be a while. Yeah. I think hey, it's going to hey, be hey, crazy. So, okay. Hey, hey my friend. My
1: friend. Hang on. What you got to do here is you got to check out yeah. ESPN, uh, whatever it's called, the, the streaming side of things. Yes. And you have to check out oh, ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. You got to check out some yes. CFL yes. games. Because I'll tell you what, once you've watched okay. CFL games, you cannot go back and watch that boring game called the NFL. Okay. You just go. <laughs> on, I it will
3: rip, totally it. go to CFL. Just going. On, go on YouTube. Your just recommendation, on YouTube. my friends, I will go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can check it out. Go, like you said, you can do it on YouTube. That's easier. I'll do it right There's now. There's all sorts bro. of CFL games on there. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm all about it. Well, I'm on it, man. And I appreciate you guys hooking okay. me up on some better shit than that NFL poopsie scoop that I've been watching for the last four years, so I appreciate it, and I love it. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys,
1: Uh, we're going to get back to our show, so you have a good one. You take care. (laughs) Go. Okay. I knew that was going to be entertaining. Yeah. Wow. Scary as it was. Uh, we get those calls from Congress. We d- yeah, well, yeah, I don't know what it is. fact he hasn't, that's the first time we've had somebody on there that didn't actually follow the CFL. Yeah. We used to have an American on the show all the time. Do you remember, uh, what was his name? Uh, Menendez? Was it? Menendez? Menendez. Menendez. Menendez? Yeah. Yeah. Man, he he was knowledgeable on, on our sport. He was so knowledgeable. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Don't know what to say now. It's gone sideways. Uh I still can't get blog talk to work for me here. It's just not, not happening. The the thing is, just so about, about every twenty minutes left. Yeah. I am greatly challenged on this one. I'm not sure what's going on. We're not going to get a Mexican football team. That's just ridiculous and stupid. So, I don't know what else. What else do you guys want to talk about? I don't want to talk about Randy Ambrose anymore because he's just, it's just too much too much shit does. that's going on there.
2: Have we talked about um, they moved the uh, playoff games to Saturday? Is that a good or a bad thing?
1: Well, yeah, but not the not the Grey Cup itself. It's still Sunday.
2: Yeah, Grey Cup yeah, Grey Cup's still Sunday. I don't mind it on
1: a Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well it it should be on Saturdays. I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I think I think it that do it's goddamn early in the day though. Well, I guess
2: they have to watch out with hockey Night in Canada, right? So I guess it's gonna be
0: that's the issue. <laughs>
1: Well, they do a, they, the, the Eastern game goes first. It starts at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in the East, which is 10 o'clock in B.C. The bars aren't even open yet. You can't even go to the bar to watch the football game. So you have to kind of start watching it somewhere else. Um, you, pubs generally don't start open in B.C. until 11 o'clock. So – it's Mm -hmm. kind of a pain in the ass in that aspect. I've always called them breakfast games because it's just right in the middle of your day. I mean, it just fucks everything up. Why don't they start like 4 o'clock in the afternoon in the East? That would be 1 o'clock in the afternoon in BC. Do a 1 o'clock and then do a 4 o'clock game, and everything would be fine. just makes more sense. I don't know. I mean, Am I, I, wrong? Guess, I guess you know, could,
3: no,
2: I mean, you could also ask the teams, the NHL teams in that city to request, you know, not to to have, play an afternoon game that day. And then you could have it in prime time, like, you know, Winnipeg or Calgary or Edmonton could uh, ask the NHL, you know, for a specific time.
0: Or not to play that
2: sad. I don't know if the NHL would do that, but I think in the past... They've, no, they've they No, they tell them to fuck defense. off. Um, sometimes they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, they would just tell them to fuck off. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what would happen. He's some control
2: a bit of an it it
1: it Go ahead. What is it, Charles? So I just found one here. It said uh, that the Ontario Labour Ministry is reviewing concerns brought forward by the CFL Players Association and other professional athlete unions about uh, compensation concerns. Pertaining to what?
0: Basically,
1: uh, basically compensation. It says here we need to improve our compensation system for injured workers. They said a statement. That's okay. why our government wants a review of the Workplace Safety Insurance Board and install the new agency leadership. Mm. I, I don't know why football players wouldn't be covered under um, workers' compensation, or is it because it's a violent sport and it's optional? It could be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Pro, it says are a pro. Pro-athletes are currently exempt from workers' compensation across Canada, and it's up to each province to determine if it will extend them coverage. Well, workers co- WorkSafe, BC is WorkSafe BC, beach. that's provincial. So, right. And the unions have targeted no British Columbia, have the first province in West to suppress the issue, uh, because WorkSafeBC, the Workplace Safety Agency, sets its own policies, so changing would have to come through legislation. Hmm. Okay.
2: So the, I guess once your once your contract runs out, you're you're
1: you're shit out of luck. Pretty much. They... See, in BC, you're not allowed to fire somebody from work if they're injured at work right okay they have to be fully they have to be fully able to work again be cleared to do all types of duties and then you could fire their ass but because of the socialist governments that we've had in bc and and the government policies and stuff that, uh, that then that guy's just going to turn around and sue you for wrongful dismissal anyhow, and win. So because the unions have been so strong in this province for so long, mm-hmm. so if the person gets injured at work, you 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 got them for life. You can't get rid of them really, and yeah, in reality, then that would be should be the same for football players except for the fact that you can't continue to play his salary for the next 40 years because you have to have an expectation of what his career would be, and his career is the length of the contract. So once the contract expires, why – I mean, that's the end of his career at that organization, unless it was renewed, and it's not going to be renewed if he's injured.
2: what are those ongoing medical issues like with a, there's a broken neck or, a, you know, um, you know, you're seriously injured in your last year. You wouldn't, I guess if you stayed in Canada, you'd be covered by
1: medical. it, it, it yeah. it's, it's literally, it's the American players that go home. That's who gets in trouble. Yeah, if you're an American player and you stay in Canada, you're golden. If you're a Canadian, you're—it's uh, absolutely—it's it, not even a question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but if you uh, try to go down, uh, get injured in the CFL, to try and go down and claim some sort of compensation in the U.S., they'll just laugh at you. They're not going to give you anything. Hyster- hysterically, but um. I'm just wondering, I mean, extended health benefits, should the the team's not provide these sort of things? And if so, for how long? Well, wasn't this part of like the CBA last time negotiations about uh compensation uh post uh <clears throat> post career? Yes. But I don't believe anything was ever resolved. No. It's not something that comes quickly and or lightly. It's definitely a bit of a challenge. I'm very confused by it all. And how and what do we expect anything to happen? You, you can't hang a guy out to dry if he got hurt playing for your team. But how long is a team responsible to take care of that person? That's a big question. That's what they fight over. Obviously, the um,
0: the um,
1: Players Association are going to want it longer than the actual teams themselves. Well, the team doesn't want to take care of them at all. No, they'd, I they'd mean, rather give nothing. but like A business, regardless of what it does... <coughs> I I don't care what kind of business it is. That business is a sociopath. It only cares about its bottom line. And whatever affects the bottom line, it tries to destroy. And I don't care whether it's Walmart or the corner store, or whatever else. It's the same thing. All businesses are sociopaths. Football is a business. These teams do not want to take care of any of the players at any time. In fact, I honestly believe that the players are an inconvenience. They're a liability to the team. And if they could continue and, and provide a sporting event without the players, they would do it, even though that sounds absolutely, totally ridiculous. But it's true. Any time that you have, uh, you have to pay somebody and that payment is on a variable talent, you, you end up with something that is uncontrollable. And anybody who is in any type of business wants to control everything. And they just simply can't do it. So when you signed a contract to have a player for a certain period of time, when that contract's expired, what is the obligation to that football club to maintain... Mm -hmm. A player, and for how long? It's a good question.
0: I, a year. Hard answer.
1: I mean, it's a very difficult... William, William, jump in on this one, please. You're looking at it from a different perspective than the other two. Let me know what's going on. Tell me what you want to do. What well, would you do? Exactly what you were... I don't know no, exactly what you were talking about a business does not want to be involved with any of this stuff. Okay. When, when my guys get injured on the job, we'd rather pay them than get a worker's comp claim. Okay. Like, right. like we, we, that, we offered, but that's a little injury. That's not a big injury. No no, even a big injury we'd do that for as well. Because workers comp claims, my god, they're they follow you forever and they're extremely yeah. expensive. Okay? Your rates go through hundred the percent they are. So I don't know how Yep. I don't know how they could apply that to the C F L because I mean if you're covered under under workers comp, like does a guy who Breaks an ankle in a game, does workers comp cover that? And if they do, it's going to cost the CFL five shit tons of money, man. I know. So it's it just it doesn't sound normal. So. No, I it. I th- I think the compensation uh needs to be in place when. It is a career-ending injury, not for a broken ankle or not 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 for something where the player's out for four to six weeks. Well, yeah, okay. right. That
2: that the team has to that.
1: take care of that player while they're under contract.
2: they get paid? Yeah. they would take insurance out, wouldn't they? Some type of insurance on that.
1: Well, yeah, it, I it, as neck. Will said, what, what are the premiums and is it worth it? Are you just better uh, off to take I the mean, money out of your savings account?
2: Well, someone say somebody breaks their neck. Bam.
1: We all... Well, that, that's the question. That's the big thing, right? And, I mean, that's the same thing with what Will just said. There's no way in hell that if one of his employees fell off some scaffolding and broke his neck. Would the company continue to pay him his salary forever? Yeah, is that what you're mm-hmm. telling me, Will? Um, we've never had that scenario, but I I don't that. know what would be more expensive. I don't know what would be more expensive. I mean, okay, going to going Trump to work would have with to Trump Trump step orders, in at well, that point in time. I mean, we 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 do have other insurance as well. So, I mean, you know, we do, uh, I think we, we on our own, we supply all our guys with disability insurance. Okay. So. Right. Just because it's going to be cheaper in the long run than going through WCB. I guarantee it. <clears throat> but, you know, it, when it go, goes back to my my business scenario where businesses are sociopaths, you want to know what the largest sociopath in the world is? Is an insurance company. Right. Like, they they don't fucking want to pay anything.
0: Never. Right.
1: So I, anything really I mean. So. I don't. It's fun. It's funny. Some situations are different. My uh, my cousin in Edmonton, her uh, husband worked for an oil company, just and he's he was a he was a management guy, and he was in Dallas, and uh, he got ran over by a car, and he died. Okay, and wow. uh, This is not a happy story. uh, no, not at all. Not really. Um, um, but she was, she was, she was very well compensated. Let's put it that way. Or she was. Yeah, because he wasn't. Because he's he's dead. He 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 was dead. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but but. But that cousin, I don't think she. I mean, she still works, but I don't think she really has to work. Okay, to be honest with you, so they uh, they compensate her quite well. And now the probably, question for that it's it's probably, is because it happened yeah. in America. Yeah, they tend to get a little bit more out of things than Canadians do. And what you're yeah, saying it that changed very well. it was still a Canadian company though. So Yeah. And I think it also I think it also helped that my my cousin, the woman who was compensated, uh, has worked for a law firm for twenty five years, okay? So I think she would have had a whole batch Some help. of lawyers
0: up these guys' asses.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. So. Well, but yeah. No, I mean, it, it is important that you have to cover these guys because some companies, you know what? I mean, if you hurt yourself on a job and you go to the hospital, that's the first thing they ask you is was this work related? Did you get hurt? Did you get hurt at work, or is this <laughs> on your own? Well, that's because the sure. hospital wants to know where, who to bill. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Where do we send right, the money? The compensation yeah. pays for your medical expenses. Where BC Medical <clears> doesn't <throat> pay for that, then if it's work related, then uh, then WorkSafe has to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, we're well, down to ninety. Look, yeah, Bloodcock just told me that. Kind of rare. Yep. Okay, uh, let's just pack this one up and get it out of here because I my my computer is just I have no studio right now. Uh, anyhow, this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number two hundred or five hundred and twenty-four. Been your host Christopher Jones. I'm sorry about any technical difficulties and/or our friend from Pennsylvania. Um, Anyhow, it was kind of fun and everything else. And uh, we got to talk to some football. Uh, and I stayed awake, which was a pretty mir- big miracle. Anyhow, uh, say goodnight, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Hopefully we get some football stuff to talk about. We're getting close to the season. It's getting close to the season. We should be able to get some things to talk about. I don't know. Rudy, say goodnight.
3: Good night, everyone. See you next week. And William. Good night, everybody. And you know
1: what? William. If you work really hard, we, we could have the Mexican schooners. Think about it. Uh, it there's got to be a name. Come up with a name for the Mexican teams.